Welcome again, everyone, to Fire and Water to the podcast, Coming of Age in This Age, where we seek to cultivate wise leaders one show at a time. Uh, lots to cultivate. Uh, Quinita Robertson, welcome again, friend, and myself, Tennyson Wolf. And we're today we're continuing uh, a conversation that we've started. And it's a little bit about uh, the buffet that is circle and the practice of circle. Uh, one form of that being the circle way that is deeply rooted, I think, in both of us, Quinita. Yeah. But there's other forms of circle. And you know, we just sort of left off on a previous conversation about the masculine and feminine of circle. And and uh, I'm hoping that we can follow that a little bit today and play with that even just a little bit more. Hi, friend. Hi, that sounds great. You know, I think in the um, in the last one we were talking about, and I was bringing up the masculine and the feminine, I was just talking about the framework uh, that is the, the circle way and being surprised that more men aren't drawn to it. Um, because to me, the holding of that framework is a masculine thing. The embodiment of the being circle is the feminine that swirls within and and that we need both of them to, to hold that space together. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I find myself uh, playing a little bit with these references to masculine and feminine. Part of the clarity for me is that those are not associated with genders uh, to me. Well, they are associated with genders, but they're not isolated to genders. So there's a, a masculine that comes from people who identify as women. There's a feminine that comes from people who identify as men. Uh, <clears throat> but I, I like the... I like the learning that we're trying to share and I'm going to try to pull it down a little bit to some recent experiences uh, that maybe weren't that unique, but all of a sudden created a, a kind of aha. Um, one of them for me is that in hosting circle, I think there are some folks that feel uh that it's kind of a free for all, you know, like, just, well, you know, it's a democratic and whatever happens, uh, just, you know, we're going to follow that. I think there are times when that kind of circle exists, but, uh, hosting is not without deliberateness and the shape of circle is not without intentionality also. And when I shift the language of, of that a little bit into masculine, feminine, you know, there is some structure that's involved. There are some leadership uh, roles that are, that are offered in the practice of circles. So it's not just like, well, we're going to show up and whatever. There are, I think there's some real deliberateness that is needed also. You know, if we need to have a conversation about, um, about, what's really going on in this team, for example, then we're not going to show, we're, we're going to set some purpose or set some clarity to that. And sometimes that might be viewed as a masculine thing to do, but there's, there's a gift to the structure and the way that I've been saying it recently, which is sort of repeating what I've learned from my teachers along the way with a little extra aha, aha is that there is a gift in the riverbank. You know, the river bank creates a way for the river itself to flow rather than flood. And to me, the structure of circle 
helps to create some of that flow. And I'm saying it as something to not be afraid of. Don't be afraid to put some structure or some deliberateness or some scope and scale into the circles that uh, we're hosting and convening because we're, we're looking for the flow, less for the flood. Let me pause there. I think what that brings up for me, if we're thinking about masculine and feminine, you know, we've had, we've heard a lot recently about, you know, our relationships to toxic masculinity. Mm -hmm. um, and I would also say, um, we don't hear a whole bunch, but it is still present, our relationship to toxic, toxic femininity. <laughs> if you have toxic masculinity, then you have toxic femininity because they work together in a balancing of the two. Um, and I think that, you know, this piece about the masculine and the feminine and being able to show up and hold the masculine in a healthy way, I think all of us have an unhealthy relationship, well, most of us have an unhealthy relationship to the masculine in some way, shape, or form because we've lived in a culture that has, that has had an unhealthy relationship with the masculine. Mm -hmm. um, and so for me, this whole idea of holding the space for circle it, it takes a maturity. Mm -hmm. And I think that often we, um, we come in circle and of course anybody can gather in circle, but there is a, a amount of maturity that can hold the riverbanks as you spoke it. Um, so that people can go in and feel safe enough to let go of the sides. Mm -hmm. um, I was in a circle recently and someone said, you know, was surprised that they, that they went deep so quickly. Right. And, and I think it's because we don't talk enough about who's holding the circle matters, who's mm. hosting it. Because, and, you know, because what happens for me is there's a certain amount that we just know how deep we can go in the spaces that we're in. And so when we have a holding that is deep and, and able to have that, then we, we can experience, um, going deeper into the water. Mm -hmm. I think this is connected to that, I, I'm, uh, but I'm not sure how, actually. I think there might be something in there. Uh, I had an aha uh, within the last couple of weeks around the masculine and uh, in circle uh, because I was participating in a group in which... Uh, there were just uh, too many men speaking. And uh, I felt like I was holding back as a man, you know, I was holding back, like there were things that I wanted to share, but it just felt like, no, there's, there's too many men speaking here and, and it feels out of balance. Uh, so I'm just talking about that layer, you know, not something even, well, I think it's always connected to a deeper principle, but it's like make make room for people and and be aware. It's like if the men are speaking, then stop speaking for a while and you know sh share the space, make room for everybody. I think would be the stronger principle. And uh, anyway, there was I was watching this and sort of feeling a little grumbly about it, and then I had this aha, yay, because I'm tying it back to the circle way. There's a, there's three principles that come out of the circle way that we're often talking about around um, shared responsibility, rotating leadership and reliance on wholeness. And you and I and many others know that even though you rearrange the chairs into a circle, you can still have very hierarchical or non-circly process and outcome with one another.
so when I was I was watching sort of the yeah the the men listening to the men speak and wrestling with this piece that I spoke earlier about look our circle is not without form what shifted it into a healthy masculine, now I will use that language, uh, was if you pay attention to these principles, it's okay for someone, a man or whoever, to host a circle and have some direction for it or purpose or, you know, or, or clarification of process and how things work. Um, but if it's always the same person, that's a, that's a problem. So that's the rotating leadership piece that brings in more of the gifts and strengths of a, of a circle or the responsibility. Like I think in this particular piece that I was talking about, which is really only a symbol for lots of other circles, you know, the, the person, people who are hosting felt a responsibility to respond to everything that was being put into the circle. And, you know, I, I think it gets healthier when we, all share that responsibility. It's not just for one person. You can you can you know hear the shadowy things that unintentionally come and play with the offering of good skilled people and everything. But when it's stuck on just them yeah. and not transforming into the group, and, and thus the reliance on wholeness, that third principle, then I think it gets less healthy. So to me, there was something really powerful about like okay. It's okay to provide some shape and some direction and some structure, but if you're not paying attention to the shared leadership or the, you know, the rotate or the rotating leadership and the shared responsibility and a reliance on wholeness, it gets less healthy. And I think that's got something to do with masculine feminine. I also like one of the things that, you know, you're talking about you participating in the circle and, and observing that is, mm -hmm. you know, in our circle way essence cards, one of the things that we talk about is um, um, in the leadership roles is participant as leader, as a leadership role. Yeah. And so just your awareness of that as a participant mm -hmm. and how that helps to shift the circle as well. I think we don't talk about that as one of the rotating roles too, that some days I may be a participant in the circle and other days I might be the host and that's the rotating of roles. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe there's something to be said for the, those contexts also in this particular context that I'm naming Quinita, I, I chose, chose not to, or did not choose to say something about it. Hey, you know, too many men speaking. Um, but there are, are times when I think that's the voice that needs to be offered. You know, we're not hearing from this group of people or, and that's without like sort of weirdly steering the circle. Yeah. It, it's just like, you know, bringing something into visibility that might not be completely visible. That to me is a, you know, is a shared responsibility thing. And it might sound like, Hey, you know, I'm noticing that uh, we're not hearing from, or we're starting to hear from just a few people in the circle rather than all, or more directly, you know, I think we're hearing from a lot of the men and we're not hearing from the women or, you know, another group mm -hmm. of people. Sometimes I think that needs to be said out loud. And I can feel the sort of a little bit of edginess in me in that. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it's like, no, I think we just need to speak directly about what's happening here to call all of us and our attention back to, you know, some of the, the, the deeper principles of being encircled together. So 
Tennyson, we've been with uh, um, a group doing Circle. You mentioned it at the, you know, the first part of this that we've been working with and we've kind of had this setup of be, um, being Circle, doing Circle, inviting Circle and integrating Circle. Mm -hmm. um, there was something that you brought up and that we were kind of playing around with that I would love to add to the buffet table in this conversation around the high, why, or the how, why, and what of circle, that kind of thing. Can you speak a little bit about that? Oh, yeah. So um, I think what you're referencing is the, the little snippy bits there, right? Yes. Yeah. I, I, I'm a, admittedly a person who just sort of loves, the, loves finding simplicity. I feel like I'm a student of simplicity, and, and I keep coming back to it and you know, complicating things and then resimplifying. So when we were starting with this group, I named a what, why, how, I'm not sure I can even get all the things <laughs> named there, but the what of circle in short, I was giving myself permission to say, let's just cut to the chase here, people. The what of circle was connection. That's what I think is really happening when we're able to be in a good circle with one another. The how, I think it was, was around a container. We create a container. So there is a shape and there are some principles and there are some practices and there are some agreements that enable us to be in an exchange with one another that creates more of that connection. Um, the when I think was whenever, <laughs> <laughs> and though that sounds a little flippant, the, the, the whenever part was um, uh, around particularly when we need to shift from social space to a, a different quality of listening, the not cross-talking, the not interrupting people, the taking turns, you know, with a talking piece or a listening piece. Uh, the who, I think I had the who was whoever. And, uh, and I've really said it that way because I want to emphasize that circle as a way of being mm -hmm. applies to us when we're in a you know, one-on-one -on -one call or a team or a community or a family. So there's a way in which we can transition any of those environments, I feel, into the, the more deliberateness of a circle. And what was the other question? I can't remember what I had there. Yeah, you had the where and the wherever you are. Where, oh, wherever you are. Yeah, I think there was something about that. You can, you can get circly when you're, you know, standing in line waiting to pay for your groceries with the person that's in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And a part of what that sparked in me was this kind of just playing around in my head about the, you know, the relearning and the unlearning that circle can provide space for, mm -hmm. you know, the relearning of how to lean in together. You know, there's a, a opportunity to relearn that piece about us not, um, just belonging to each other, but we are each other. There's, a, there's an invitation in that, a learning of us growing and learning together, the unlearning. You know, we are so taught in this culture, you're supposed to know the right answer. You know, Circle provides space for us to just wander together. We don't have to know the right answer. We don't have to solve anything always, you know, in circle. And so, you know, just those plain, it's like it's been working me and teaching me a little bit more and more about um, what circle can provide for us now, what form of medicine I think that it has to offer in 
where we are individually and collectively. Yeah. Yeah. I like that too, Quinita. I feel like there's a bigger story here and uh, a, a bigger communal story, a bigger societal story. And, and uh, I'm trying to find the not rocket science part of it. <clears throat> I, I think it just matters that we learn how to be together again and not only be, you know, a, a, a group of people that are, yeah, what is that? I, th I think it's something you've already spoken, actually. There's a, there were, there's a way in which this, uh, the times that we live in have so encouraged an individualist orientation and to reclaim the spirit of community, not just as a thing to do, but as a, you know, as a, as a way of being, as a way of seeing in the way that you know, that old cartoon about the fish that's in the water and the fish is thinking out loud. It says, water, what water? Hmm. You know, there's a, I think there's a dream or a reclaiming here for we as people to say, of course we go in community. Of course we go together. Community, what community? You know, we're so oriented to the, to something more collective again. I think that, um, we don't have many opportunities or haven't had to remember mm -hmm. that we're birthed from the collective. And the reason I think that's important mm -hmm. is because one of the basic needs that we have as humans is to feel like we belong. Mm -hmm. And if we really get that we're birthed from the collective, then what we get to know is that we can't not belong. Mm -hmm. And for me, circle is an opportunity to remember that. Because if that shifts, if we really understood that you can't not belong, it changes everything. Yeah. It changes how I show up in the world. It changes how I can see other. Because if, if I can't not belong, then you can't either if we're all birthed from the collective. And that just changes the way that we hold and interact with each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ooh, can I go do one more thing on that? Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm trying to think of like circle experiences. I'm a person who sort of loves the broad principle of things. So that kind of statement is, is like, woof, you know, stay there. Let's just dwell in that camp for a while. Um, uh, so I'm trying to pull it down into what I feel like I've observed oodles of times in circle. We, we share stories with one another, or we share snippets of stories, we share insights with one another. And sometimes it feels like there are some people who are really gifted at being able to share those things. It's, it's cool, right? There is a way that the circle listens the story out of us. So I can, I can, you know, I can feel that in a bigger circle, but I can especially feel it in a in a smaller circle, you're just three of us, or there's just two of us. And uh, I might have something super important and meaningful and, you know, and, and good to share. And there's a way in which I'm finding that within me. And there's a way in which you are listening it out of me, or the circle is listening it out of me. Gosh, when, when people feel that kind of uh, belonging, that kind of connection that the, that the, you know, this language feels a little bit weird, but I think it's true. The circle is listening your story out of you. Holy, oh, yeah, that's good, good stuff. Then hmm. in the spirit of everybody can't not belong or everybody wants to belong. 
you asked me once we were on a car ride and you said so q why circle and my answer to you was because our souls are dying to meet each other even if our ego doesn't know it yet <laughs> and i think that in circle like we discover that that we're dying to meet each other mm. and we might not have even realized it yet <laughs> in the spirit of a buffet table like you know we're, we're playing with a circle buffet lots of things to add that feels like a really good place to pause and say "Ooh, you know now there's a dish now that's a that's a good dessert right there <laughs> i think so let's say we pause on that one okay um to those listening thanks as always to listening here and for your own spirit of inquiry and support and and uh, your own spirit of continuing to circle and, and practice circle, be in circle. Um, yeah, I think we're all learning a bunch of things and I'm glad that we're all learning some of these things together. Uh, Quinita and I have a shared uh, website at fireandwaterleadership.weebly.com. Quinita's got her site at nizuzu.com. Mine is at tennisonwolf.com. And uh, super glad to be in the conversation with you, Quinita, and to have other folks joining in with their listening. Goodbye. Thanks.